0: This is an out loud reading of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash reddit readers, or click the link in the description below. Thank you so much for listening. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another post from r entitled parents. The subreddit where people post stories of moms or dads who think that because they have kids, they're entitled to everything. Today's post, we actually have three stories from the same OP. We'll start off with this one. My abusive grandmother made sure I stayed fat so she could make fun of me for being fat. My mother passed away when I was a year and a half old. From then on till I was around 11, my care was entrusted entirely to my grandmother. That vile bitch knew She had power over a defenseless little girl, and decided to abuse the hell out of it for her own amusement. My dad at the time was going through some legal and financial struggles. He married my stepmom when I was four, but my grandmother wouldn't let her cook for me. She threw tantrums and begged my dad to let her remain in charge of every aspect of my life. Indians and in our culture it's customary for elderly parents to stay with their adult children. So there was no escape for me. My stepmom would cook for my dad, stepbrother and herself and my grandmother would cook for herself and me. The food she made for me on a daily basis is something no responsible caregiver would ever allow a child to consume regularly. She cooked deep fried fatty foods along with overly sweetened desserts. I hardly ever got to eat fresh veggies or fruits. For my school lunch, she gave me the same. On more than one occasion, my teachers expressed concern over what I was eating. When my dad brought this up with her, she would put on an Oscar-worthy performance and would cry about how I was her baby girl, how she was doing the best she could, and how dare my father suggest that she wanted anything less than the best for me. My dad, at the time, was pretty spineless, so he decided to let her do as she pleased in order to maintain peace in our home. As expected, I began to balloon up. By the time I was eight, I was already morbidly obese for my age. I couldn't run without running out of breath after a short distance. As I wasn't getting the required nutrients, only fried junk, I was also anemic. I looked huge, but I was actually quite weak. And of course, with my obesity came the ruthless bullying from my peers. I had no friends, and bullies found me irresistible. My self-esteem was as low as it could be. I also had a stutter at the time, so you can imagine how much fun school must have been. My grandmother, of course, placed the entire blame on me. She told me almost every day that I was a fat and disgusting freak, that my stutter was a punishment from God, that I would never have friends, along with many other horrible things that one can say to break a child. My dad never intervened. His marriage to my stepmom was suffering. My grandma made a huge contribution to that mess too. For about a year, my stepmom actually took my stepbrother and moved back in with her parents. Can't say I blame her. As I got older, I got fatter and angrier. At age 13, I was a ball of rage on legs. I began to realize what my grandmother had done to me. I knew what she had been stuffing me with for years was what made me obese. I had now taken to hitting her. When she would mock me, I would punch her, kick her, and even drop constant reminders that her husband had left her for her sister. She would bawl about how cruel I was, and I'd get punished. I began to refuse the food that she would cook, and thus calls her to bawl some more. My dad too had begun to realize that my health would deteriorate to the point of no return if I kept consuming my grandmother's slow poison. He always reprimanded me very strictly for my violent outbursts, but he did support my efforts to live a healthier lifestyle. However, losing all that weight was no easy task. I struggled for years. And finally, as I entered my early 20s, I was at a normal weight. Today, I'm superbly fit. I run, I practice yoga, and an ancient Indian form of martial arts. I can honestly say that I am in love with my body. And that brings us to our second post from OP. My entitled grandmother stole my new clothes and exchanged them for steel utensils. So I gave away her utensils. I'm Indian, and in my country, till a few years ago, you could get steel utensils from door-to-door vendors, in exchange for clothes. This barter system still exists in villages, some small towns. My grandmother, being the insane hoarder that she was, loved getting utensils in this manner. Utensils that no one else was allowed to touch, that she would never use, and would only gather dust in her room. Anytime my stepmom or my dad tried to donate our old clothes to charity, that, see you next Tuesday, would throw a hissy fit. She'd collect all the clothes we weren't going to wear anymore so she could exchange them for pots and pans. At times, she would take it a step further and demand clothes that we were still going to wear. She would insist that they don't fit us anymore, or some other bullshit argument to get us to hand them over. Seriously, we had to sometimes fight her to keep our clothes. Oh, but she never, I mean, never gave away her own clothes. She only took garments from others, namely me, my dad, my stepmom, and my stepbrother. When I was around 21, I had just lost a lot of weight and I needed new clothes. Yes, I still lived with my parents. In India, you can't afford to live independently. Unless you have a well paying job, and I was in college at that time. So one day I went to a local store's clearance sale and bought a bunch of new threads. I left them on my bed and went off to a friend's place. When I returned a few hours later, my new clothes were gone. My dad, stepmom, and brother weren't home, so I figured out instantly who must have taken them. I confronted the Grand Monster and asked what she'd done with my clothes. She was sitting on her bed admiring her latest haul of pots and pans. Without even looking up, she told me my clothes were ugly and too westernized, and that she did the right thing by exchanging them for something useful. As you can imagine, I lost my temper. I yelled, cursed at her, called her every name in the book and she had the audacity to actually defend her actions. That evening, there was a major showdown in our home. I was still livid and asked my dad exactly how long we were going to put up with her abuse. My stepmother and I don't get along, but when one of us was up against Grand Monster, the other always lent in her support. This was no different. My stepmother agreed with me wholeheartedly. My dad told Grand Monster that she was now forbidden from entering my room without my prior permission. She started to fake cry and said we were all being so cruel to her. My dad later came to my room and said he would make it up to me and buy me new clothes. I, of course, was still livid. And I wasn't about to let that see you next Tuesday have this victory. My grandmother needed sleeping pills to fall asleep. She took them even during the day. And she slept like the dead. A few days later, I stuck into her room during her afternoon nap. I opened her utensils trunk. Yes, she had a whole trunk full of them. And took out a whole bunch of her beloved pots, glasses, plates, etc. I shut the lid quietly and exited. I went straight to an old age shelter that was nearby. I donated the utensils and earned the joy of giving and the taste of sweet, sweet revenge. I didn't tell anyone what I had done and just waited for Grand Monster to discover her loss. Which she did just a few days later. It happened in the evening. I was in the kitchen cooking dinner when I heard her ear-piercing wailings about how someone had stolen from her utensil's chest. A satisfied smile spread across my face. My dad called me into Grandmother's room and asked if I knew anything about the missing utensils. I admitted that I had taken and donated them. Grand Monster looked like her head would explode. I calmly told her I had done the right thing because those utensils were ugly and that the shelter needed them more. And clearly, if she had come into my room and take my things without asking, I could jolly well do the same. I think my dad was upset with me, but really had nothing to say to me. He spent the next hour or so trying to calm his mother down. I slept so effin' well that night. When Grand Monster died a few years later, the first of her belongings that we got rid of were those effin' utensils. And that's gonna bring us to our third and last story. My entitled aunt tried to kill our dog. Back in September 2008, my grandmother had a heart attack and had to be hospitalized. I had recently moved out of my parental home. My stepbrother too had moved out just a year earlier. When my dad and stepmom were taking turns staying with her in the hospital, my paternal aunt would just drop in for a few minutes and make small talk and leave. She suggested that my dad should kill our dog, Dennis. The reason she gave for this kick-in-the-ass-worthy advice was that Dennis was a black dog, and black dogs bring bad luck. What the actual F? Her mother was obviously in the hospital because of the dog, and certainly not because, in spite of being diabetic and having a high cholesterol, she refused to stop stuffing her face with fried junk. My dad, of course, told her to shut her trap. Just a few days later, Grand Monster picked the proverbial bucket. Cue in saying willing and crying from my aunt, while going on and on about how she wouldn't have lost her mother if only that damn dog had been put down. You may wonder why she was so obsessed with killing Dennis. It's because Dennis had never liked her or her husband and son. He would growl at them when they came near him, He was a smart dog, and I guess he could sense what shit people they were. Dennis was a mongrel, 24 inches at the withers, and weighed about 90 pounds. So of course when he growled, he appeared, intimidating. She was also really jealous of him, and always commented on how we were wasting money by feeding and caring for him as well. Grandmonster's illness with subsequent death gave crazy ant, an opportunity to get revenge. I began to fear for Dennis as soon as I heard what that piece of shit had said. Since my stepbrother couldn't make it, I decided to take time off work and go to my dad's place. This was mostly to watch over Dennis and make sure my aunt and her family didn't get a chance to harm him. My dad made arrangements for the funeral, talked to the priest, etc., while stepmother and I cooked. And got the house ready my aunt was there too but mostly milking the occasion for attention and being a crying wailing basket case she was still going on about how the dog had brought bad luck however when my stepmom told me to cook dennis's chicken stew for him while she took a bath and got dressed my aunt began to act real funny she would hang around the kitchen and near the food on the pretense of making small talk with me. I just gave her monotone responses, hoping she would F off. Just as I got the stew off the burner, I heard my dad walk in through the front door. He called out to me. Probably needed my help with something. I began walking towards the front gate in a hurry. However, as I reached the door, I was overcome with a horrible feeling. In my haste, I had left crazy aunt alone with Dennis's food. I ran back to the kitchen with my dad asking me what the hell was wrong. I entered the kitchen to find that monumental see you next Tuesday pouring some sort of white substance into Dennis's chicken stew. My father took it from my aunt's hands and instantly identified it as a kind of rat poison. I watched that substance get dissolved into the stew and disappear leaving no trace of foul play. If my aunt hadn't gotten caught, we'd have surely lost our beloved family member. My aunt just stood there with a deer-in-headlights look on her face. I can't remember the last time I seen my dad so angry. He told her she was to attend Grand Monster's funeral and then never show him her face again, while I somehow overcame the urge to throttle her. My stepmom, too, had joined us and was told what happened. My aunt somehow stammered that she was doing what was right for the family, repeating the nonsense about black dogs bringing bad luck. Of course, no one was having it. My uncle arrived shortly afterwards, and in spite of being a grade-A asshole himself, he did have the decency to look ashamed when he was told what his wife had tried to pull. My dad didn't speak to them for over two years. He only contacted them again when he found out that they were in a dire state financially. As for Dennis, the good boy lived a long and healthy life. He passed away last year at the age of 14, surrounded by those who truly loved him. So that wraps up today's post. Man, I feel for OP. I would not want to be part of this family at all. I'm so glad that things have gotten better for her, and also that things worked out for Dennis as well. What about you guys? What do you think about these stories? Would you have done anything different confronting her grandmother and aunt? We would love to hear your reactions in the comments below. Also, if you liked these stories, we're going to have a few more from OP's Entitled Aunt coming up soon, so stick around. If you liked the video, please leave a like or a comment. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to hear more and see more posts from r slash Entitled Parents and other subreddits when they come out on the channel, please subscribe. As always, thank you so much for watching and for listening. If you made it this far, we'll be wrapping up each Entitled Parents post with a bonus video of our own little entitled daughter. Enjoy. Enjoying the podcast? An easy and effective way to support us is to simply subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us at youtube.com/redditreaders or click the link in the description box below. It would mean so much to us. As always, thank you for listening.